Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors, pastors Live, Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. That's the rapture. <laughs> the I comeback. Hope, I hope Pastors Live makes a comeback. I <laughs> love that. Yeah, sure. Are we live yet? We are. Holy mackerel. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon, morning, good day. What is it? It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Friday, May 26th, and you have stumbled upon... Now, it says it's a lighthearted podcast. Have you heard that deal, our intro? Have you guys heard it lately? Yeah. Welcome to the lighthearted podcast where these four dudes do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I, that probably is the best definition of pastor's life. You know, you said that people stumbled across this. The Bible says they that. They found themselves. Uh, <laughs> people have found themselves listening to pastor's life. I was going to say, if we're causing people to stumble, we might want to stop. No, no, <laughs> no, no, I think, no. I'm kidding. I think they stumbled on their own and landed here oh, like face first. Oh, yeah. oh, man. So apparently you've all done a face plant uh, into pastor's life. Well, we are so glad you're, you've joined us today. We're glad it's Friday. We're, we're looking forward to a great week, and there's a lot a lot of good stuff happening around Water Springs Church here in Idaho Falls. Wherever you may be listening today, we hope uh, whether you're in Nebraska or Idaho, Missouri or Iowa, wherever you may be, or if you're listening on the interwebs, <laughs> uh, we do hope and pray that you have a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church in your area that you will be involved with this weekend. Man, you guys, I can't think of anything more vital for uh, continuing to you know to abide in Christ than to be a part of a good local body of Christ where you are being fed and nurtured and not only where you're receiving because we giving. don't want to be consumer Christians, right? But where you're also giving back of your time and your talent, your energy, your, your money, your treasure, all of that so that you are part of a local church. And so uh, I'm Personally, I'm grateful for Water Springs Church. I'm grateful for our heritage with Calvary Chapel. Uh, and, uh, of course, I'm grateful for for Rev Radio and Greenhouse Coffee and all of it. It's just a great, uh, I don't know, it's just a, a great family, a, a local family yeah. to be part of, to be plugged into. It is a it is a great family, man. There is, there's room for everyone. There's yeah. room for all walks of life, right? Every yeah. every. Uh, style that you might have, whether you're into sports, you're a metalhead, you're a musician, you're uh, a theater major, you know, you're into a tech, bookworm. a bookworm, yeah. all all of your different likes and characteristics yeah. are welcome here. And I there's a that. place, there's a place for right. you, right? I love, I love the fact that some of my, my deepest friendships, I, I share this um, with, with the guys a lot, you know, I've had friendships out before I knew Christ in the world. Right. That had longevity, right? More years, more quantity, yeah. but not more quality. In the, oh, I agree in, with the that. in the seven years that I've been here, I have had the deepest relationships that have been uh, giving and get, uh, getting, getting yeah, and sure, giving, mutual, right? Yeah, yeah. That have just been so fulfilling, and they've they've grown me as a person. Um, Christ has used them to conform me to His image. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so I'm just thankful. I'm thankful for the guys in this room. I'm thankful for the staff. I'm thankful for the congregation. Yeah. 
It's super good, man. I, you know, I, I so agree with that. You know, even just looking around this room, and I know I haven't done the introduction yet. Uh, I want to say hello to Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head uh, and and their little guy there. Um, so little spud. Yeah, little spud. Uh, they're they're with us every single day. And if you're if you've been with us for any time at all, you can keep these guys in prayer. The Potato Head family. Um, their eyes are, are now they're bulging and they never blink. And so uh, I'm afraid they're going to go blind. But anyway, we're thankful for the Potato Head family. Uh, that came from the Campbells, right? Didn't Mary Campbell yeah, give that to us? When, it's true. Back in the day. Back in the and day. And here they sit every single day and they're always smiling. And if you guys notice, they are staring at Pastor Ty's empty chair. They miss him. They do, and, and so, and, and that's how I know their eye eyes are dry because they're yeah, they're not crying, and it, you can tell that they're they're a little sad that Pastor Ty is is out of his seat today. Anyway, uh, in the <laughs> in the engineering booth, uh, our guest engineer again today, our very good friend. I held you when you were about the size of Mr. Potato Head. You were just a little peanut when you were born, Mr. Benjamin Orr. Hi. Sorry, I know. I hate. It. I go back to my mom and dad's old church in California when we visit, and these these little old ladies come up and they pinch my cheek. I'm like, I'm 50 years old, lady, and they pinch my cheek. They, I held you when you were just a baby. I changed your diaper. I'm like, thank you. That's exactly the picture I wanted. But uh, Benjamin. I held you when you were just a baby. <laughs> um, you ever for clarity, I never changed your diaper. No. I held you up in my arms and said, Lori, Lori. Lori. <laughs> but I never changed that sucker. No way. No. Ben, ben and I go way back. But uh, I appreciate that, young man. To my right, Pastor James Runcorn. Hello. How you doing, James? Swell. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Swell. <laughs> and to my left, my good buddy, and just as you were talking about, one of one of my quality friends, Pastor Shane McCurry. Hey Dave, it's good to see you, man. Nice to see you, man. So and I love what you were saying about quality friendships. You know, Sylvie and I, um, we will be here four years on July third. Right. And that's a very a relatively short period of time. You know, I'm sixty years old for crying out loud. And um, I'm older than that, but I'm not going to tell you how much older. But anyway, um, in in those four years, God has brought into our lives um, certain people that are just absolutely um, quality. I mean, quality friends. And I, you know, I've got a couple of friends. I don't know about you guys, um, but. I have a couple of guys that I've known since I'm a little piker, right? So uh, my good buddy, Todd Metter in uh, Olathe, Kansas, uh, Todd and I have known each other, oh golly, 55, 56 years. Uh, and yeah, we played Little League together. We played Pop Warner football together. We went through elementary, junior high, middle school, and Bible college together. And uh, we're still, I mean, still very good friends. Todd knows where the bodies are buried. Um, <laughs> and I've got a buddy, Steve Jonko. We've known each other since sixth grade. Uh, we taught together at Calvary Chapel High School. Uh, we were, you know, we went to each other's weddings. We uh, held each other's children. We've cried together. We've laughed together. We coached baseball together. And we're still very, very, very good, very close friends. Talk a couple times a week. And, and I love that. But I'll tell you, I remember when I was a kid, we used to sing this song in school, make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other gold. And I love that because, you know, I've got some good, long, 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 long-term friendships, 
But I look around this room, uh, minus Pastor Ty. Ty and I have known each other for 35, 36 years uh, and have been very good friends. Uh, he's my best buddy in, in ministry. And um, maybe the, the friendships in this room haven't been as long as those other friendships, but man, they are just as quality. And I abs- I love that. I think quality friendships um, go, uh, um, they're just, they're rich. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're rare. Absolutely. Rare. I, Absolutely. Know, I remember uh, the mentality I had in high school when you're getting your yearbook signed, you know, it's that last week of school or whatever. Ah, we're going to be friends forever. Well, not really. I mean, friends, yeah. friends are the people that you can call at two in the morning when you have a flat on the side of the road and they will be the ones who get up and come and help sure, you. Of course. Their friends are the ones who help you move when you're right. moving. Those are the guys who show up. Uh, and I'm sorry. Did I forget to thank you guys a couple of years ago? Thanks you guys for helping us move. Oh, that was. <laughs> you're welcome. That didn't even come to my mind. It literally. Hey, Dave, that's that's two. That's two but times. The three guys in this room. The th- yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. The three guys in this room did help us move. Yeah, you guys true. came and helped yep. Sylvie and I move, and some some of the other guys. And you're absolutely. Those are quality friendships. But the, the, trying to explain to my boys, look, the people that you are going to call friend as an adult, you're only going to have about two or three real solid close yeah. friends. Aside from that, everyone else is friendly acquaintance in a sense. Sure, of course. But you know, having but that's one of the joys of being in community at church. If you have authentic relationships with other people who can be uh, really honest about what they're dealing with, what they're going through, because then you can live out the one another's, as Pastor Ty has talked about. Right. You know, bearing one another bur- one another's burdens, praying for one another constantly, not just in general. Please bless people at Water Springs, but oh, please ba- bless Pastor Shane and his wife who right. experienced some flooding in their car yesterday. You know, give them some relief from that. You know, like right. you can pray specifically for people and it's not that you are moving the hand of god by praying specifically but you are partnering in what god is doing in their lives and so when you see the answer to prayer happen in their lives you get to celebrate more authentically than the people in the surrounding you know it's just like oh i heard something cool happened for pastor shane well i was praying for that and god moved that's one of the exciting things and you can have that what's so cool about christianity is that you can have that anywhere you go because there's always going to be believers wherever you go spread out through the whole world. And you guys know, you've you've been on short-term missions. When mm-hmm. you go and you meet new friends in Mexico or Colombia or Thailand or whatever, it's almost like like when you first hit the ground, you're like, ah, oh, this is new. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm scoping it in. But then you get to base and you start fellowshipping with, with these brothers and sisters in Christ. And it's almost like family right. again. And you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm back at home. And like... One of my favorite memories is the first time that I met Dave, right? Um, he he was asked to come up to um, devotions as he was visiting and never met this cat before in my life, right? But his big smile, his black sweater and his awesome pastor cap, you know, and his his just his friendliness, you know. People are wondering, what's a pastor cap? <laughs> a flat cap or right. a newsboy cap. For whatever or... reason, uh, Water Springs is like ground zero for flat caps. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like everybody on staff uh, either wears consistently or at least has a fine collection right. of flat caps. Right. Yes. And, and so you're, you're sitting there, you're sharing devotions. We cut it up for just like 10 minutes and I just knew this guy's awesome. I'd love to hang out with this guy. And then shortly after that, a couple of years later, you move from Nebraska. Yeah. And of course, of course I'm going to help pastor Dave move because 
I know him. Yeah. You know, I know him and I want to get to know him better. And it was fun. Over the years. It really was. Know? I remember that day. It was a hot day. And we moved in uh, with our truck and all this jazz, you know, our moving truck. Uh, of course, Benjamin and Caleb were there. And you and I hadn't met James yet because he hadn't come on staff at the church yet or at Water Springs Church. Um, but it was cool. I mean, it, but it was, man, it was hot. We were all sweaty. Doc and Donna yeah, came Doc. over <laughs> from uh, West Yellowstone. And then afterwards, we all went out to the pizza joint and just, you know, pigged out. So much fun. But, you know, that's the thing, you guys. I was thinking as I was looking at the reading today in John 21, you know, we're, we're wrapping up the Gospel of John. Now, yesterday was the resurrection. It was the empty tomb, right? And today, you know, Jesus uh, shows himself again to the disciples. Uh, You know, he's walking along the seashore there, and the disciples are out there fishing and doing their thing. And he's like, you know, hey, do you guys have any food? And they're like, no, we haven't caught anything. And he's like, well, cast the net on the right side of the ship and you'll you'll find it, you know, so they do so. And, and you guys all know the story, of course. But I love that uh, for, on, for on a couple of different levels. But that what they were looking for, Jesus already had, <laughs> yeah. right? Hey, you guys have any food? As he's barbecuing fish, you right. know, on the shore. You know, you guys been out there all night, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Look what I have. You know, he's already barbecuing fish. But the other thing is this. Um, I love the fact, I don't know if you guys know this or not. You probably do because you're, you're way smarter than I am, that's for sure. But do you know that every post-resurrection appearance of Jesus involves food? Yeah. That's amazing to me. I love that. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for I that. I like food. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Jesus is in fellowship with these guys. He's not just saying, well, why don't you bring your boat in and I'll do a Bible study for you. You know, yeah. uh, he's more personal than that. He's like, oh, well, I've got some. So you guys go ahead and catch those 153 fish that you're about to drag in. And while you're doing that, I'll be cooking some breakfast up here. And when you come to shore, you know, we'll all have breakfast together. And, of course, he has that uh, great conversation uh, with with Simon, right? And and here's what I love about this, you guys. Here's, here's what I love about this. Um, Jesus says to Simon... Prior to his arrest, right, uh, a few chapters back, he says, uh, Simon, I know you think you're going to go with me all the way and you're never going to stumble, but let me tell you something, buddy. Tonight, you are going to deny me three times, right? And uh, our our good King James boys said, you know, you'll you'll deny me thrice before the cock crows twice twice and so you know i don't think that's how it works out in the greek i just think that was (laughs) a little bit of liberty taken by our our translators but um so he says you're going to deny me three times and then after the resurrection and now here uh by the sea of galilee up in that northern area by tiberius um he pulls peter aside and what does he do he asks him do you love me and how many times three times. I, I, I love, love that. We were having that conversation on the program the other day. I'll make this real quick um, about the difference between Peter and uh, uh, Judas Iscariot, that Judas Iscariot uh, didn't just deny Christ. He actually betrayed him. He was filled with Satan, right? And then he betrays Jesus. Peter denies relationship. He he, And it's funny because he doesn't deny Jesus, he denies his relationship with Jesus three times, right, by the enemy's fire. And now here, after the resurrection, 
three times Jesus affirms relationship with Peter. And I, man, I just absolutely love that kind of stuff. And I think that's, that's quality friendship. Mm-hmm. That's right. quality family. One of my favorite parts about that story is I, I love the fact that, that Jesus already has the fire yeah. on the, the beach. And while Pete was warming himself by the enemy's fire, Jesus is saying, come, come sit by my fire. Right. And Pete does. And Jesus already has everything. Like you mentioned, he already, yeah. he already has the fish. But what what I love beyond that is that he asks Pete to bring some of his fish. Right. Come participate, Pete. I already have it covered, but I'm still going to use you. Right. I, I'm still going to use you and your catch and all of that, and I want you to sit by my camp. Right. And that's Jesus to us. That's right. Jesus to you listening. Maybe you think that you've blown it. Maybe you think that you should just go back to fishing, go back to your former way of life because you, you blew it. And Jesus is sitting there at the beach saying, no, man, I want you right by my fire. Right. I love it that I do not have whatever it would take to sever a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. I can't be bad enough for Jesus to go, eh, I changed my mind about you. <laughs> you know, he absolutely loves us. Um, he loves you. He loves our listeners, you know, and um, that's to me, that's the most valuable thing that this program does, that we get to affirm hope. Yeah. We get to give hope. We get to tell people who are listening, people who are driving down the interstate right now, people who are, are thinking about filing for divorce and quitting on their marriage or people who are thinking about you know, quitting their local church uh, or pastors who are thinking about getting out of the pulpit or whatever it might be, that we get to say, hang tight, hang tight, you guys, hang in there. Jesus Christ is coming back soon. He's coming back so soon, and he's not mad at you. He's mad about you, that Jesus Christ loves you. And I I love that, you know, people might wonder, you know, why would God love me? I'm a this, I'm a that, and I'm a dirty, rotten dog, and I'm whatever, you know, whatever the enemy's whispering in your ear right now, telling you what a failure and what a loser you are. Man, we're here to tell you that Jesus Christ died for losers and winners and sinners. You know, he didn't just die for people who are like, oh, well, you're just perfect. I'm so lucky to have you on my team. You know, it's like, look, we're all in the same boat, man, and and Jesus loves you that much. So, Pastor James, I know we, we need to talk about a couple of things. We want to be sure to thank uh, Greenhouse Coffee locally who um, support this program. We want to thank Water Springs Church and the Ministry of the Church. We want to let our listeners know to write into us at pastorslive at therev.fm, pastorslive at therev.fm. We want to encourage you to go to church this weekend wherever you are. But, Pastor James, could you take the last 90 seconds and give just a simple plan of salvation and maybe pray with people uh, who maybe right now would say, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. Sure. Well, here's the thing where you said, you know, he, he died for winners, he died for losers, he died for everything in between. Yeah. The thing about that title, winner, you know, we look at the way culture defines success or someone who's worthy of notoriety. We give them an award, we give them accolades, we give them a star on a sidewalk, And none of that stuff means anything in the eyes of God 
because it's all about self-glorification. It's all about what I've done for myself. It's about these accomplishments that I've, I've, I've done in the moment. But that doesn't make you righteous. That doesn't erase the debt of sin. All of us are born into this thing called sin. It doesn't mean that you're this wretched, nasty witch living in the woods, casting evil spells. The word sin, it means that you've missed the mark of God's holiness. So you're living your life, you're going through the motions, you, you, you do a few things that you feel are good, you have a few people tell you, hey, great job there, nice job on, on that environmental project that you did, nice thing you did by volunteering your time at the senior citizen's home. Those things aren't righteous. They're, they're good things. It's good that we're kind to other people, but that isn't the thing that saves you. Salvation is what this is all about. Because all of us are headed on a pathway of destruction. You're born onto this pathway of destruction. Jesus said this pathway is wide. It's easy to stay on this path. The hard thing is to recognize the fact that God loves you enough. Dave said Jesus is mad about you. He's, it's, it's insane the amount of love that your creator has for you. See, first of all, the psalmist says he knit you together in your mother's womb. God created you intentionally. You weren't just some mistake. If you think your life is a mistake, I want to correct that. The truth is you were born with a purpose and your creator who made everything, the expanse of the universe, the smallest molecules, the people around you who have talents and gifts and seem to be doing well in life, he made you as well. And he loves you. And he doesn't want you to continue on that pathway of destruction. He sent Jesus to pay the price for that debt of sin that you owe to a holy God. The price has been paid in full because Jesus gave his life and shed his blood for you. Now all you have to do is receive it. And there's no mantra that you have to say. It's just a recognition of the fact that you are headed for destruction because you're following your own self. Mm -hmm. And you say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I accept you as my savior. Please sit on the throne of my heart. I want to give my life to you now. It's no longer about me. And that's it. That's all you do is you acknowledge that, you confess your sin before God, and you confess Jesus as Lord. And then it says in Scripture, all things have become new. You're a new creation now. You are no longer defined by that cloak of sin, that label of sin. You are now defined as an adopted child of the King. You are royalty now. And you have a purpose. Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, take up your cross daily and follow me. That's dying to your old way every day and following Jesus. If you've done that, even in this moment, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord in this moment, we want to hear about that. We don't want to just have you make this decision and then go about your life without having someone walk along beside you. We want to walk along beside you. We want to give you tools to equip you to face the difficulties of life because we love you just like God loves you. Let us know at Pastors Live at therev.fm. And I want to pray for everyone now. If you're, if you're struggling with making that decision, if you made the decision, if you made the decision a while ago and you've just kind of fallen off the path and haven't really been pursuing Jesus with your whole heart, I just want to pray for all of you right mm-hmm. now. Lord God, humanity is your special creation. We're the only things in the entire universe that you made in your image, and we thank you for that gift. We also thank you for the gift of your love and grace and mercy that you aren't allowing us to follow this pathway of destruction without hope. Mm-hmm. You've given us hope. Yes. Thank you for that. And Lord God, anyone out there who made that decision, fill them with your spirit. Mm-hmm. Encourage them in this moment. Help them to connect to a gospel community who preaches out of the Bible and who can equip them to face the difficulties of life. Yes. And Lord God, anyone who's struggling with that decision right now, who's just on the fence, I don't know, I don't know. Soften their heart, God. Bring people into their life who will speak truth, 
and love and who live out the gospel for them. Mm-hmm. We thank you, Lord God, for your salvation. We thank you for this program. We thank you for everyone listening. We thank you for technology. We pray that everything that we've done to this point and that we continue to do according to your will will bring you glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you guys. We love you. We will talk to you again on Monday. Go to church. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the lighthearted podcast adventure, Pastors Pastors Live. Live.